I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Okay, I want to get to something that came up this week on, on the Mullen Haw Show on 670 The Score, and people who want to listen to it can go back to the Odyssey app and use the Rewind button to find the interview. But Molly and I interviewed Brandon Johnson, the mayor-elect from Chicago. We talked about a variety of things, but one of them obviously was Soldier Field. And in asking him some questions about what's next for Soldier Field, Dan, I think I referred to it and I used the word inevitable, that if it was inevitable as it seems that the Bears are moving to Arlington Heights, what then does that mean for the future of Soldier Field? And how would that relationship be in that sort of awkward phase of the Bears moving as they build and them being there? And with due respect, and I think this is what he needs to do in the way of due diligence, he corrected me. And he not corrected me directly. He, he, he basically framed his answer to make sure that there was nothing that should be assumed from his vantage point. And I'll read you the answer, um, what he said. Brandon Johnson. Well, first of all, you know, I'm not going to accept inevitability. And I've asked, you know, ownership, you know, to, to give me an opportunity to be able to assess. And then, you know, we can make a collective determination um, together. I don't know that it means anything. I don't know that he could have said anything else. But did you interpret that in a way that was newsworthy or significant? Or did you just file that under things a new politician who was just elected mayor of Chicago has to say about Soldier Field. Well, I, I don't have the direct quote in front of me from George McCaskey in Phoenix a couple of weeks ago where there was at least a, a crack open in the door uh, of being willing to listen to the new leadership in Chicago. At that time, the runoff wasn't finished and George was curious to see who was going to win the mayoral election and then figure out where the next uh, line of communication needed to come from. I do think that the Bears' central focus is on Arlington Heights. I do think that we've established for a while now that there are going to be a lot of political, financial obstacles that 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 sort of turn this whole journey in various <laughs> right turn, left turn, U-turn, back around. And it's going to go in a lot of different directions before we're actually breaking ground uh, in Arlington Heights to build a stadium. Um, so so inevitable is is a strong word, right? Because it, it's that's probably one word short of imminent, you know? And I think there's just a lot of things that need to, to happen before we get there. At the same time, the Bears didn't go into this 
you know, buying a plot of land for almost $200 million and, and going out and getting a, a team president with experience building a, a megaplex stadium to then pivot and try to figure out how to, 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 to make things work again in the city with a building that they don't own. Um, so, I, 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 you know, 600 to one long shot. Sure. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Chicago and Brandon Johnson are still in the race, but, uh, right now I, th- I think, um, common sense says that, that the focus is going to be on Arlington Heights and we just have to kind of follow the, the twists and turns of that whole, uh, whole storyline. I'll have to talk to my people at FanDuel to see if they could give us odds on what the, uh, would be that the bears don't actually break ground in Arlington Heights. <laughs> but, you know, in all seriousness, there are a lot of bureaucratic hurdles, political hurdles, financial hurdles to clear, and you've got also the reality we're going to be reminded of just how uncertain the it may be because you got I mean this week in in the Sun Times our buddy Rick Morrissey's writing about you know be careful what you wish for Arlington Heights and we're re- he's referencing the situation in Minnesota with with US Bank Stadium and what they're on the hook for and what those renovations will cost on an annual basis so there will be the public component the pushback at some point in time that everyone will have to address. So I guess maybe inevitable was a leading word. But when you have the mayor elect on your sports talk radio program, you use leading words, Dan. You have to. <laughs> well, at least you pushed him into an answer that was noteworthy and, and it was interesting. And look, I, you know, a good look. I think as as we've all said over time, like the mayor of Chicago's got some bigger fish to fry and some yeah. bigger issues to solve. No doubt, and the Bears are probably you know in, in the bottom basket of the the, the inbox. Um, but look, like it's going to be again. It's a years long process to to figure out and sift through all this stuff. I think everybody's just got to be ready for for it. Like you know, you mentioned U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. Um, I obviously was up there during some of the crazy twists and turns in that, and I had forgotten that they had essentially committed to building the stadium in Arden Hills, Minnesota, and had uh, you know a press conference and artist renderings and things that that looked wonderful. And you're like, oh, the Vikings in Arden Hills, and then you look back ten years later and you go, oh yeah, that fizzled and it ultimately just became like a, a, a pawn in a chess game that you didn't know which direction it was going. It's instructive. There's no doubt about it. And speaking of that building project, it leads us to our final point. So Kevin Warren, the new president of the Chicago Bears, officially takes over Monday, April 17th, which means Friday, April 14th, is Ted Phillips' last day at Hallows Hall. I guess they're going to go out at 502. They're going to paint over his parking spot. It's no longer going to say Ted Parks here or wherever, whatever it says. But uh, I, I don't know that there's anything other than semantics and paperwork that the, you know, will, will re- reflect this, Dan. But the end of an era officially at Hallows Hall Friday at five o'clock when Ted Phillips makes a way, it makes his way out of the building and Kevin Warren will replace him officially on Monday. And then I suppose if they haven't already, the one-on-one individual meetings will commence with everybody giving him their suggestions about what they want to change. So that was what I was going to say is two parts of the significance here. Part one is that, you know, Kevin and George told us in Phoenix that Ted was going to be hanging around as a consultant. He was going to be on speed dial. Anything that he can do to help Kevin make this transition, he will still be kind of involved in in helping that bridge be crossed. Number two is that that first official day uh, is the day that Kevin Warren promised to start doing those individual interviews with every single person who works for the Chicago Bears and learning more about what they want, what they see, how he can help that become a better workplace, a more successful operation. That, to me, is going to be fascinating. I'm really interested uh, to 
put a bug inside Hell's Hall and get the transcripts of every one of those interviews because I think that if, if they're honest, if they are candid, if they are forthright, you are going to, in Kevin Warren's seat, going to learn a lot about the Chicago Bears from the people that know it best, those inside the building. Uh, fascinating stuff that's going to come across his desk really soon. I cannot confirm this, but I have heard through the grapevine Larry Merritt from ChicagoBears.com has blocked off 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock, a three-hour window for an airing of grievances Monday afternoon. We'll find out if there's anything to that report, but Larry has a lot to say and many ideas to offer. I was told that it was going to be from noon to 2, because okay. that, that would allow right. it to be lunch with Larry, which is obviously the staple of, of Larry Mayer's world. And so, I, I like, Larry, Larry, knows, Larry knows yes. a little bit about that hey. building. I think lunch with Larry, why not? They can monetize his madness and go see how many clicks could he could create. That's all part of his job and the beauty of being Larry Mayer. Yeah, I look like if you if people are are uh, you know dizzy trying to get the bears onto hard knocks, more compelling to me would be just give me the videos like like it's a deposition video or witness testimony. Just provide me the raw videos of these employee interviews with Kevin Warren. I would watch every damn last one of them, David, I promise you. <laughs>